You're listening to America's Web Radio. It's time now for the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. And this is the most popular car show on radio with our two hosts, Tom and Richard. And uh, that's better than Tom and Jerry, I guess. We don't want a mouse in here. Anyway, I'll turn it over to them. And here's Tom and Richard. All right. So, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. So, uh, yeah, here we are, uh, high atop the Blue Ridge, frosty Dr. Pepper in hand. I mean, it's not that I've missed Richard. I've just missed the routine of doing this. Uh, you know, we've been on a two-week hiatus. Um, I uh, had the privilege of being at the uh, Coastal Virginia Auto Show in Virginia Beach and uh, uh, doing some... MC work down there and interviewing some great folks, uh, Heather Storm, David Aiken, Aiken, and some others, and uh, it's a, a great, great time uh, put on by Jeanette Robinson and uh, Dr. Mark and uh, Rick of Rick's Radios and John Herbert, a whole bunch of great people. Uh, great, great time. And then I got spirited away the next weekend, had to go to AACA National Awards. No, the next weekend was actually Thanksgiving, and we took Thanksgiving off. And then we ran off to AACA National Awards deliberations up in Hershey. Meanwhile, Richard was watching YouTube, learning how to knit and do his cross cutter. Right? <laughs> uh, no, I, actually, I already know how to knit and crochet. You know, that, that's old stuff. I was on YouTube trying to figure out how to put certain suspension bushings in my A-arms for my uh, TR3. <laughs> they, they don't make the bushing uh, like original. You know, they make everything different. Everything's in components, and you got to get the right order in. So while you've been gallivanting all over the country going to car events, I've been in my garage working on the front suspension, reassembling it on my TR3. And last night I put the rotors on the uh, front hub using, you know, grade 8, uh, fasteners and all that stuff. So uh, I've been busy working on cars, you know, just like I said, not running around like a nut job like you, going here and there and trying to act like a big shot talking <laughs> to these people. <laughs> I work on my cars, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I got to ask, Tom, yeah. as you were yeah, doing so your, so Tom, as you were doing your travels, did anybody make comments about the greatest classic car show on radio? Well, just as a matter of fact, uh, they did. In fact, uh, I had uh, numerous people. Um, it was a really a, a humbling experience, I have to say. Um, more humbling than having to spend time with Richard. Um, it, lots of folks saying, hey, I learn a lot of cool stuff. We appreciate it. So it made me feel good about uh, the time we spent blathering, that we spend blathering on about this and that. Um, so people do actually pay attention, and evidently we provide some degree of service to the car community. So, well, they, they did. That's good. So what are we going to talk about today? Did they even like want... Richard? Well, yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this time of the year, you know, whether your significant other is involved in the car hobby, um, or if you're involved in the car hobby, we know without saying that you have a lot of friends that are involved in the car hobby because it's the 
car hobby is just not one of those solitary endeavors. But so you're going to be getting Christmas gifts or buying Christmas gifts. And when last we were here a couple of weeks back, we talked about a couple. And then there's a lot more out there, uh, you know, stocking stuffers, um, you know, the little miniature cans of spray oil. You know, they make the little mini WD-40s and the mini uh, CRCs. They'll fit right in a stocking. The other part of it is, is they'll fit right in a toolbox that you toss in the back of the car to go for a uh, weekend tour or something like that. Um, something else, Rain-X. It now comes in a short aerosol can. doesn't require all that tedious buffing uh, that the liquid does. You know, you squirt the liquid on, then you got to buff it till it's clear. This stuff is really, really easy to put on, and uh, it's a huge improvement over the original Rain-X. And anybody that has an antique car, for the most part, uh, the, the more modern ones, eh, work pretty well. But you get 1970 and back on your cars, and the windshield wipers don't necessarily work all that great. And having Rain-X is awesome. And, you know, if some sort of failure occurs, motor goes, fuse blows, switch breaks, something happens. Rain-X is awesome. I just, I love it. It's one of my favorite products. I think it'd be great um, to that's, give to that's someone. That's a good idea. Um, a really good idea because that, that, yeah, it's a safety issue too. It helps you get home with the wipers stop working. So I use Rain-X on my Mini Cooper and boy, uh, what a difference. The way that water just beads right off, it just flies off the windshield. So that's a very good idea. I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that you came up with that idea. That's a good one. What else you got? Yeah, you, you know what they say up here in Southwest Virginia: even a blind squirrel finds an acorn now and then. You know. Uh, yeah, it does. So the next thing, and it's we're still staying in the safety arena, but LED. Road flares, safety flares. Ah, uh, good. They're new, rel- relatively new. Uh, there's a company called Airvo, A E R V O E, Airvo. And if you go on Amazon, go online, check them out. They're not cheap, okay? And you know what we think about cheap tools? Cheap tools bad. are bad. Very well, bad. Cheap cars or cheap tools are bad. Cheap cars are good, but what's worse than cheap tools? Cheap safety equipment. <laughs> There's nothing worse than cheap safety equipment. They're not inexpensive. They sell in four and six packs in in a nifty little uh, carry bag. Seventy to one hundred and twenty dollars average in there. Um, the uh, intensity and the you know they change in pattern. And most of them are visible to, for up to a, a mile away. And it couldn't be a better thing to give someone. If you break down, particularly, I don't know about you, Rich, but most of the time when I'm breaking down, it's dusk. It's just about to get dark. And a battery is going out, or I've got a voltage regulator that hung, hangs up, and you know everything's going to you know where in a handbasket and I end up on the side of the road and the sun's going down. You have something like this. They actually have magnets on them. You can put them on the side of the car. You can set them out in front of the car. That way, somebody comes blazing down the road, texting away on their phone. 
not paying attention to what the heck's going on, they're not going to miss you because these things have a strobe effect that just blow your mind. For so for seventy to one hundred and twenty bucks, just think of save your life potentially, save your car, and save some wazoo who's not paying attention. Save them too. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, interesting gifts you could give to that car lover, especially someone who actually works on their cars and you know that they spend time in their garage, or even someone like, let's say, who does arts and crafts and they're standing up. Get them a rubber floor mat. You know, uh, some, some of them are like, you know, two feet by four feet. You could even get larger ones. I have one from a restaurant, which is like six feet long. And a rubber floor mat makes a huge difference when you're standing on your feet. Yeah, you can't put it in your stocking, but, you know, you roll it up, and that's the kind of gift that somebody will enjoy every single time they're in their workshop, they're in their craft room, and, uh, you know, let's face it, we're all getting older, and you stand on your feet after a half hour, and your lower back starts hurting, but when you have a rubber floor mat, uh, it really does lessen the aches and pains you're going to get from standing up. So that's that's one thing that, uh, you know, you could give someone if you like them. If you don't like them, don't give it to them. It's very simple. <laughs> Let them suffer with them. <laughs> make, them make them su- <laughs> suffer. <laughs> make them suffer. You know, that, and that reminds me, it, it's not necessarily strictly automotive, but, you know, working on cars, you know, particularly when, when you're at, at, of Richard's advanced age, can cause a lot of aches and pains, you know, get some liniment, maybe some absorbing junior and toss into that uh, stocking, you know, just to relieve the pain, the lumbago, all of that, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a thing, I'm just saying. <laughs> right. So, hey, another thing you could toss into, uh, another thing you could toss into, uh, into the stockings that you hang on the, uh, you know, by your fireplace or whatever, is uh, a pair of safety goggles. You know, all too often we work on cars and we, whatever we're doing, even if, you know, you're doing woodworking, and the goggles that we have are either fogged up or scratched and we can't see through them, but we use them anyway, and, uh, you know, it really doesn't help the cause because you really can't see what you're doing. But, you know, a pair of safety goggles. You could give someone, you know, they only cost like five, ten bucks. And that's another gift that keeps on giving. Just like, you know, give them a set of earplugs if they're working near an air compressor or using air tools. Uh, earplugs uh, will help, you know, lessen the uh, damage you know, to your ear. That, that's a, that is a great idea. Uh, I, I've never talked about it before on the show, but I suffer from severe tinnitus and my ears ring like crazy and you know it it varies from time to time but it's always with me and i only wish that in my earlier years uh of my youth that i had used some type of hearing protection um had i done that i probably wouldn't be dealing with this with this today um nothing sounded better at the time than a pair of open headers at half throttle you know <laughs> but without any hearing without any hearing protection and then you know right. when i was a teenager uh, a friend of mine and i would target shoot and uh, i can't say we always used you know we'd stuff cotton in our ears that was it and yeah great idea richard you know 3m 
makes a set of uh, head muffs that actually have a Bluetooth capability and have an FM radio built into them. And they're relatively inexpensive, and I've recommended them to a bunch of friends. People have bought them and love those things, and they, they sell for around 38 bucks. Um, the hearing protector with the Bluetooth uh, capability stereo, good stuff. So, yeah, man, you came up with something good. And the, the safety goggles are, are fabulous for, and or for the person that really does a lot of work in the garage, forget the ones that you put over your glasses. And so full disclosure, um, family eye care is my, my shtick. Uh, when I'm not working on cars, and uh, having a prescription pair of safety glasses is a huge benefit. Um, and for those who are up in how much? Yeah, prescription. How much? Uh, how much? You know, you can get a decent a decent pair of prescription safety glasses for somewhere around eighty to one hundred and twenty bucks, and they'll last you longer um, and they hold up better and you'll be able to see more clearly because you're not looking through two sets of lenses if you're already wearing glasses you know the other thing is we can get fancy with those as well we can utilize what are called occupational uh, bifocal segments in those you know how you know you get underneath the dash you can't get close enough and you can't get far enough away seems like everything is in that fuzzy area, mm-hmm. you know, where yeah. you really can't right. see well. You know, we we can put the bifocal upside down in your safety glasses so that really? when you're up under the dash, you look up to look through the bifocal rather than looking down. Uh, we call those occupational segments. And uh, they're a huge help, too. You're, you know, working underneath you're uh, particularly, you know, even if your car's on a lift, you're working under the lift, yeah. I mean, so there are a lot of prescription opportunities, and, and they're not crazy expensive either. Um, well and well so, worth the money, even if I do say so. And someone could get a gift ticket? Okay, we'll be back. Uh, Got to take a break. We were on a roll. Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, 
Go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the classic car show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello. All right. You know, you were talking about the occupational uh, safety glasses. And uh, I guess what someone should do if they want to get that as a gift, go to their local, you know, eyeglass center and get a gift certificate. Right? Do, do you guys uh, give gift certificates for such things? We do. You do. We sure, definitely sure. do. Do gift certificates. So you don't have Every, everybody glasses? does. Um, good idea. And it, it it really is a yeah. That's a great. It, it's a good thing you, you know you you brought that up. And as I said, not that expensive. Um, it's one of those things. It's sort of like prescription polarized sunglasses when you're driving. Nothing else comes close. And in 30-some-odd years in family eye care business, I have never heard of anyone who was disappointed in buying a pair of polarized prescription sunglasses. So, you know, a high-quality pair. You know, optics are, are really different. They're not all the same. Lenses are not always just lenses. You know, you need good quality lenses, like from a good manufacturer like Zeiss, which is, uh, they've been manufacturing the finest uh, scopes and telescopes and lenses for, you know, over 100 years. So, need good stuff. Um, you know, guys. Something I, else that I was thinking about. Yes, David. Well, the one thing that I find amazing is the one. Christmas gift that's available this year, first time, and it's in stock. It's not out of stock, and if you don't buy it now, you'll never get another chance to buy it. But that's a subscription to a new magazine, and we'll let Richard fill in the blanks. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, we were heading there. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, thank you, David. Uh I got a call from the printer yesterday, and Crankshaft issue number five has been printed. It was, today is being bounded all together, and it'll be mailed out on Tuesday. So everybody should start receiving their copies by the end of next week. And uh, we're offering a special deal. If you subscribe now for four issues, we will throw in issue number one for free. We still have a few copies remaining of issue one, and everybody, when they start buying a magazine, they like to have the whole set. But uh, issue one will be free if you subscribe to Crankshaft Magazine. Just go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com, and you could get a subscription And what people are calling, you know, the Duesenberg of car magazines, how one person put it. So uh, issue five is on the way, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing everybody's comments about it, if they like it or not. And, well... I know they're going to love it, so so we'd like to hear your thoughts once you receive it. It's the uh, Dusenberg of Car Magazines. There you go. <laughs> is the finest finest magazine of its kind that's available, and I say that everywhere I go because it's true. 
anybody that knows me knows I call it exactly like I see it all the time. And the magazine is, is sensational. The lineup of writers with tons and tons and tons of historical background and experience. If you are tired like I am of reading garbage online that even someone that's 10 years old knows is incorrect, um, you're really going to appreciate Crankshaft. And you know what? For me, there's something about the tactile experience. If you can actually hold it, put it in your hand, you can read one article, you can set it aside. It's just wonderful. You know, that experience is just something that I never want to give up. You know, and that is having a good quality magazine. Richard, it could have been called the Playboy of magazines, you know, if you if you had a centerfold, but <laughs> certainly everybody that gets crankshaft looks at the pictures. Yes, they do. There's lots of pictures, and they're all well-constructed and laid out, nicely designed. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, uh, issue five, so it was a long time coming. We had uh, some issues along the way with uh, some of the car owners. We couldn't get to them in time, and we delayed things, and it was just one thing after the other. But what finally has been printed and uh, now is being put together and reassembled, so it should be in the mail, like I said, Tuesday afternoon is the goal so uh yeah i hope everyone enjoys it and thanks for your support we really appreciate it and again crankshaftmagazine.com david David, do me a big favor okay um in the future don't don't mention richard and centerfold in the same segment please it's too scary (laughs) okay i I won't i won't touch that at all <laughs> uh, we'll probably get a so, Duesenberg centerfold another, next time. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I just uh, let's just drop the whole centerfold thing. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> the, I, I'll tell you another good good gift. Another good gift. Even Lentinello, as cheap as he is, has good quality screwdrivers. Yes, you're going to ruin a lot of stuff. Am I wrong? Yes. Oh, no, uh, 100% correct. You know, once you ruin the head of a fastener, you won't be able to get it off the car sometimes. Then you got to get all the different, you know, drill bits and drill them out. No, you need quality screwdrivers. I have a set of from Napa, and uh, I also have some snap-on ones with a triangular handle so you get a better grip. But it's also the tip. That's where, you know, the quality comes in. You know, you have the quality feel uh, that just doesn't break apart like the cheap stuff from China. So, uh, and, and they fit in the slot better. So, uh, yeah, quality screwdrivers. And you just don't need two or three. You need to have, like, every single size. you got to have that in your arsenal of tools because you never know what kind of fastener you uh, encounter when you're working on a car you just got to have the right one it's got to fit into the top of the fastener real snugly so it doesn't you know doesn't twist and, and ruin the head so uh yeah screwdrivers are very important yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a 
real lifesaver in terms of aggravation, using the right screwdriver on the right fastener and a quality screwdriver. I really lament the fact that uh, Craftsman screwdrivers anymore are not what they once were. Thirty years ago, you could go buy a Craftsman screwdriver. It was a decent screwdriver. They had a lifetime guarantee. If you broke the tips, they'd replace them, Right, which they still do. But, you know, if you put any English on those things, they twist now, and they didn't used to. So we're really disappointed. So, yeah, Snap-on, Napa, um, other places that you can buy really good quality tools. Um, it's it's well worth well worth the money. Another cool little thing I thought of too, and anybody that works doing any type of restoration, and whether you're just putzing around with your car, or you're doing a full blown restoration. Um, you know, you don't always necessarily want to buy a a quart can of POR fifteen, which are those, <clears throat> and the other moisture uh, curing paints. Because those things work that, you know, whether it's POR has one, Bill Hirsch has one, Eastwood has one, but these are paints that cure with moisture rather than the other way around. They stick really, really tightly and bond very, very tightly to the metal and keep all the oxygen away from it so you don't end up uh, continuing to have a rust problem. It, it, It arrests rust. It works really, really well. And uh, you can buy the little cans in a six-pack. It's a, they're hard to open, um, the, the quartz. You open it, you go to reseal it. <clears throat> they are really tough to reopen. Once you get a little bit of paint in that little channel where the lid goes on, if you put that like sucker back on, metal to metal, right. oh, you'll never get it out. Um, no, it's just like, well, what I do, I yeah. So, I don't know, a number of years ago, a friend of mine gave me a little trick to use. And I take a piece of saran wrap, I fold it over, I lay it on the can, and then I put the lid back on once I've gotten it out. And that keeps the lid from welding itself to the can. But nonetheless, it does dry quickly, it gets hard fast, and buying these little mini cans in the six-pack, because generally speaking, you don't use a whole quart at a time. They're a really, really cool thing to have. I really have enjoyed mine. Uh, they last a while, and every time you need some, you just reach up there on the shelf and get it. It's good stuff. That's a good, that's a good idea, because I had a quart of uh, pour 15 years ago, and I used about, you know, a little more than half. I went back a few weeks to use it, and it was like gel, you know, so <laughs> That was a waste of money. But, yeah, that's a very good idea. Uh, so uh, another stocking stuffer would be, you know, those little uh, metal dishes that are magnetic that you can pick them up for, like, $5 at, like, Northern Tool or Harbor Freight? You know, those are great when you're working on your car and you're taking something apart and you have these fasteners. You don't want them to drop down to the engine bay and get lost. You just put them in these little magnetic dishes and they stay there. They don't fall out because, you know, they're magnetic. So a little magnetic dish uh, for someone who's working on their cars, that, that is a great stocking stuff to consider, without a doubt. And, of course, we mentioned this, I think, a few weeks ago, is a good pair of work gloves. 
you know, whether it's mechanics wear or anything similar, work clubs are a godsend when you're working on, you know, whether, you know, you're working on the brake system or your exhaust system or whatever, uh, you're taking off, you know, rusty exhaust manifold bolts and you're going to scrape your knuckles across the manifold. You put on these, you know, uh, mechanic clubs and, uh, boy, they are a lifesaver and they have that special grip, you know, and, and just, it's like having an extra layer of skin on you. So, uh, those go for about what? 20 bucks, $25, I think. Maybe where you live, you know, maybe more because you're so <laughs> remote. <laughs> so mechanics love great stocking stuff too. <laughs> yeah, I use the use the heck out of those, particularly if I'm getting into real heavy work. If I'm pulling an engine, pulling a transmission, doing some like something like that, I I always put those on. It just saves your fingers and just makes life a whole lot better. Yeah. Um, another. Yeah, yep. no, it does give you a good, great grip, and the latest ones even have a index finger that's set up so that you can still use your cell phone if you have to answer the phone, you know, in the middle of that transmission uh, installation. <laughs> yeah, because you want to answer the phone through that extended warranty that they're always calling you about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so what else you got? So. What else you got? Another, another really, yeah, another cool tool that I wished I'd had 20 years ago and I just bought a year or two ago. Okay, ah, break time. There we go. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. 
It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on AmericasWebRadio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall president Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello. Well, welcome back, folks, to Stocking Supper Saturday. And we have more Stocking Supper ideas for you. Now, how's this? I had something I wanted to stuff just before the break. Yeah, what was that? One of the best tools ever. Well, there are lots of times when you have to remove connectors from wires on cars, whether it's you're working under the hood, whether you're working under the dash, whether you're installing an aftermarket radio, whatever you're doing. Sometimes the wires break off and you've got to get the little clip out of the little plastic connector. And years ago, I would be working there with a little pick, picking at it, a tiny screwdriver, trying to separate the two. And lo and behold, two years ago, I bought a electrical connector removal tool. That's and great. I have one. It has... What is yeah, it? it's got like 20 little uh, different keys, if you will, on it so that you just slide them in there into the connector and it just releases that little plastic cover just too sweet and it just comes right off. They're wonderful and you can buy them on Amazon and they're cheap, which is why Rich already has one. Yeah, I mean, you know, cheap tools are good. I mean, uh, of course, we know cheap tools are bad, but there are some cheap tools that are very useful, like a pair of plastic picks, you know, to remove, you know, the plastic door cards or the interior door panels or some of the modern dashboards. That, you know, everything is plastic, and you can't use metal because uh, you'll crack the plastic. So they have all various types of plastic, uh, you know, I don't know what you call them, uh, removal tools, I guess. Trim removal then, you know, tools, etc. Yeah, yeah. They have different shapes and sizes and widths. Uh, comes in a package of like, you know, six tools and you pick them up for like 10 bucks. That's a great stocking stuffer. Along with, you know, you need metal picks sometimes. Like, like last night I was taking apart the Isla steering arm of my Triumph and I had to get inside where the grooves are uh, for the arm that, 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 you know, rotates, and I couldn't get in there, and I, oh, yeah, I got these metal picks, and, boy, I was able to remove all the old grease in, like, a matter of seconds because these picks have, you know, it's a straight pick, it's an angle pick, 90-degree angle, 45-degree angle, and, you know, you pick up there's, like, five picks to a package, and it comes, you know, six, seven, eight bucks. So that's, that's a tool that, you know, just comes in handy a million times and a great stocking stuffer. So that's another thing that you could get that, person that you like 
and you know they work on cars. I mean, there's just so many things out there, and you know, lots of car shirts. What about t-shirts? You know, if you know someone who let you know, let's say you know, is has a dysfunctional brain and they love Hudson's or Nash's, you know, you could get them a Nash or a Hudson t-shirt. <laughs> I have a Hudson hat that I've had since I was See? 14 <laughs> years old. I do. <laughs> so it lasts a long time, or at least some of them last a long time. The gift that keeps like buying a subscription to Crankshaft Magazine, the gift that gives all year long. I uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. Another thing that you know, technology has has brought us is LED lighting and it works great in the garage I, I keep a uh, and most of you who are listening will know uh, the old style of a light oh, the, had the little metal cage on it has the plastic handle I have one hanging next to the lift in the garage just because it's nostalgic I remember all the fun and excitement of burning myself on the backside of the metal cage and just searing my arm while I was working on something or just when you're about to get that bolt in that you've been working on for the last 30 minutes you knock the trouble light loose and it bounces off the floor and goes out but no more folks you can buy LED trouble lights and they are amazing even the handheld ones but more than that you can buy these rechargeable ones that have magnets on them and you yep, can actually swivel them so that they point point directly at the work and it, it's just amazing I love yeah. them you can even buy yeah, them now LED. that yep. yeah, wrap yeah, around yeah. your neck so <laughs> you can actually point them in the direction you need yeah they have ones on top of your head that you wear like a minus like a miner's cap. I mean, there's just so many cool LED uh, lighting uh, options that you have today to work on cars. It makes things so much easier. It really does. So that, that's a very good idea. And the best thing about LED when you're working in close quarters with them is that they don't get hot. You know? Remember using an old, uh, you know, light fixture and it got hot and your hand touched it and you got burned? Not with LED. Everything stays cool. So, uh, yeah. Good idea. I missed the second degree burns. What's that? And then, of course, there was. I missed the second degree burns. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and and the you know living on the edge, not knowing if when you dropped your trouble light, it was going to cause a spark and set the fuel on fire that was dripping from that fuel pump that you just finished pulling out. Um, you know. Yeah, that happened to many people. Here's another stocking oh, stuffer. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, here's another stocking stuffer, which, you know, is, is the perfect size for a stocking because it's long. How about uh, a Nicholson file, <laughs> a flat file by Nicholson? You know, you don't want to get the cheap Chinese-made stuff. Nicholson is made in the USA, hardened steel, and they go for about, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 bucks. But how often do you need a flat file and you can't find one? You know, uh, I use mine. I have a set of Nicholson's various files, you know, round files, triangular files. And, boy, you use them so often once you realize 
uh, the benefits of using one. So, uh, again, great stocking stuffer, a Nicholson file. Good, good idea. I, I actually have a file fetish. I have a drawer full of all different sizes, shapes, yep. round, triangle, flat. Uh, I bet you I have 40 files. You need them. you got to have them. Yeah. They come in handy. Um, another sort of uh, kinchy item, the little trees air fresheners that used to hang from ah. the rearview mirror. You can still find those at just about any any auto parts store, but the little tree auto freshener. Stick one in when you put your car away for the wintertime. Uh, it's not going to chase the rodents away, but your car won't be all stinky when you open it up uh, when springtime comes along. Uh, right. Socks, car socks. That's a big thing these days. I, I didn't really realize that not just car socks, but socks of all different kinds. That's a big craze, Get, getting socks with dogs on them and this on them. And I, I'm looking and I'm like, wow, they've got a lot of car socks out there available too online. So get, get some car socks for someone. Kind of a cool thing to have. DVD movies. Uh, oh, the bullet. Sure. Mad, 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 mad world. Le Mans. I mean, a lot of cool DVD movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, movies are cool. Car movies, I mean, Grand Prix is another one of my favorite movies. And uh, with the Steve McQueen's Le Mans, to me, is the best racing movie of all time. And then you had, you know, Ford versus Ferrari that came out a few years ago. So, uh, yeah, that's another good uh, stocking stuff, a good idea. Uh, speaking of that, Lamborghini, uh, the movie is out. I have not watched it yet. Have you watched it? No, no. We just got Rocky Two here in Knoxville, so it's going to be a couple of years before we get that. I see you were just doing the uh, over-the-air uh, you have a, have an antenna yet with the tin foil wrapped around it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to adjust my so, antenna. Yeah. So another thing is to toss it out there, and that is car clubs. Rich and I always talk about the best way to network learn about your car, learn about the vehicle, take advantage of all of the years of knowledge uh, that other people have gained, take advantage of all the mistakes that they've made so that you don't make the same mistakes, and that's to join a car club. Of course, I'm very biased, and Rich is biased as well. Uh, Antique Automobile Club of America, it's the biggest tent out there, the largest club of its kind in the world, uh, 50,000 members worldwide with 300 and some odd regions and chapters in the United States, a forum that is extremely active and full of technical information, given yeah, a great. ACA membership to somebody. Yeah. Great idea. Sure. Yeah, besides the AACA, you know, if, if someone owns, you know, a, a single mark club, like if someone owns uh, a Pontiac, you could get them a uh, membership to the Pontiac Oakland Club International or the Hudson Club or the 
Triumph Registry. So, yeah, uh, giving car club membership is a very good idea. Yep. And a lot of those work off calendar year. So now is the time. So Christmas time is the best time to buy a, a car club membership. And just go online and check it out. Go to aaca.org and check it out. Now, the only other magazine that I keep in the same arena as Crankshaft, but it's an entirely different type of magazine, but it's a great, great magazine, and it talks about a lot of personal stories uh, with that uh, are related to the AACA, but also the membership, their cars, they write about them, um, and that is Antique Automobile Magazine, which is bi-monthly, and you get that as a benefit of the AACA membership as well. But check it out online, and as Rich said, if you have a marked club that you might be interested in, you'll find them online, and uh, there's just no better resource than a car club to help you out with what you're working on, especially if you're working on something that's hard to find parts for. Yeah, speaking of, you know, finding parts for, if you're working on something, uh, what about shop manuals you could give to that car person of yours? I mean, in most cases, they may have a shop manual already, but uh, there are so many books out there on single marks that uh, books make great gifts. They really do. So that's another thing to consider. And, uh, and also you go to, you know, a mall or something, you see the kiosk, and they sell car calendars. A car calendar is another, you know, good, cheap gift that you can give someone that you really don't like, but you got to buy them something anyway. You know, spend twelve bucks on a calendar, and you get them off your back. So uh, that's a good thing to do. Like another like you, on a you back know? cushion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like me. Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> another unabashed promotion for Lenello Publishing. My God, it, it's painful for me, but I have to tell you, it is truly good stuff. No matter how scary Richard is, the product is good. If Everything you ever wanted to know about Corvairs, but were afraid to ask. Corvair-style <laughs> magazine that Richard has put together. Great stories. If you really like reading about interesting stuff, great little tidbits about vehicles that you didn't know before and really cool stories about owners. Corvair Style is a great, great book. And Rich did a great Thank job you. on that. He also did Cadillac Style, very similar uh, in terms of its uh, layout and, and content. Cadillac Style, also a great book. And you can get those by going to Lentinello.com, can you not? Yes, let, yeah, Lentinello.com. Uh, each book is signed and numbered, autographed. And the Corvair book, we're down to like 110 copies left. So there's not many Corvair-style books left. We do have a few more Cadillac books. It's a great uh, yeah. book. Well, well, thank you. I, I mean, the Corvair I've never owned a Corvair. Hold it. Oh, you got to own a Corvair. This. It's so much fun. I had a 63 Monza convertible three-speed that I sold before I moved to Knoxville, and I look all the time to see if I can find another one. But, uh, yeah, Corvair's a pretty cool. 
you would elevate I, your status I really divided by only one. <laughs> you think? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still a Hudson guy, but I, I really have a deep appreciation for for the Corvairs, and I have a deeper appreciation for the Corvairs after having read Corvair style and the stories and et cetera that are, are in that book. So you did a good job. Ah, yep. oh, pains me. I keep saying so many nice things to you today. It's making me sick. <laughs> and I'm not going to you off. It's amazing. Although I do owe you a couple of waffles from Waffle House, so uh, I didn't forget. Yeah, at least we're up to probably maybe a half a dozen waffles at yeah, Waffle you know, House, you know? Down my house, they're opening up uh, a brand new Waffle House. They just knocked down the old one and they remodeled it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, come on by if, if you ever, you know, decide to come to Knoxville and visit your family. I'll take you to Waffle House. That's true. One of these days soon I have to get there. Um, you know, we haven't talked about any uh, really great bargains out there lately. We just haven't had time. We've gotten carried away with ourselves. It's like today, one of the topics we were going to cover was, you know, why we buy what we buy, why we do what we do. What possesses us to buy and collect, restore and repair vintage vehicles? Of all things, I, I tell people, when I'm underneath and I've, I've snapped an exhaust manifold bolt off or something like that, my very first thought, you know, if I had only taken up fly fishing, I'd have a funny hat, I'd have some waders, I'd have a little basket to wear around my waist, I'd have a fishing rod, and it would all fit in a closet. But no, I right. had to get into antique cars, and I have to have more garages. I have to have thousands of dollars worth of tools. Um, you know, so we were going to talk about that. We, we'll do that in a in a future show uh, when we have a little bit of time to expand on it. And I was just thinking too. I'll post it out there on Facebook. But maybe we can get some input from some of the people out there in the audience uh, on what caused them to get involved in the antique car hobby, why they why they do what they do, why we do our thing. Well, I mean, yeah, let's face it, you know, it's a combination of things. It's, it's the fact that uh, we're glutton for punishment. Uh, we are preservationists. We want to preserve things for future generations. But we're also, when you think about it, we're recyclers. You know, we're, we're the ultimate environmentalists. We're taking, you know, old and we're restoring them and rebuilding them so they don't fill up the landfills. So that's what's so great about, you know, being an old car guy. You're, you're those three things in one. Well, and that's a rare, rare trait. It really is. It's, it's true. You think about it. The, the, the largest portion of the carbon footprint of any vehicle comes during its manufacturing process. So if you're restoring it, you're recycling it, it's already been through the manufacturing process. Just think of all the environmentally friendly things you're doing when you're out there working on your antique car. Huh? Of course. And plus you're beautifying the roads of America by putting these beautiful old cars out there 
instead of saying another Hyundai, another Honda, or, you know, another Kia clouding the highways with these ugly jelly bean shapes. Oh, there, there goes, look at that beautiful 48 Oldsmobile. Look at that beautiful 53 Hudson, you know. We're beautifying America in a roundabout way. So it's a stretch, yes. Yeah. Let's go with it. <laughs> it's, it's not, they're not all white and gray and right, black. Right. There are colors of the rainbow out there for antique cars, which is one thing I really love. And all the interiors aren't gray either, um, which is a, a huge plus. I, I really get tired of the fact that interiors, exterior, uh, the colors and the, it's just, Ah, it's just not what it used yeah. to be. It's not as individualistic as, as we as Americans who love to drive are accustomed. Um, yeah. Also, I, 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 I did. Yeah. I have a really a friend of mine, um, Haley Crowla, uh, sent me a Facebook Marketplace post for a 1956 Studebaker president. Hasn't been on the road since 1983. It's a four-door sedan, but it's really a black and white, nice car, uh, not the best Bob Bork styling, but certainly really attractive. And uh, I love the bathroom scale speedometer that those things have. That would make uh, Pat Mesher over there at Bill's Speedometers weep just looking at it, I'm sure. Uh, he probably has a picture of it hanging over his bed. Um, one of the neatest speedometers. I love it. Um, you know, apart from the 58 Edsel speedometer, that's another great speedometer. But but anyhow, um, 48,000-mile car, 289 automatic, hasn't yeah. run since 1983. Guy selling it for his grandmother. But it's all original. The interior is really really nice in the car it needs cleaning it's been sitting obviously but I'm like, you could clutch this thing up four grand asking four grand for it I'm sure I'll if you offered less you know and it's solid it's not a rust bucket not a rust bucket a lot of those Studebakers were susceptible to rust that's the first work. thing you look at. The Studebakers, right. and and sadly, the Nashes were the same way. They were susceptible to rust, so you really have to be careful. But no, this is an all-original 48,000-mile car <laughs> that looks like it had been kept in the garage most of its life. I'm, I'm not sure it's kept in there all of its life, but for only $4,000, you could get this car, have a ton of fun cleaning it up, recommissioning it, putting new brakes on, clean the fuel system, put a fuel pil- fuel pump on, and clean out the inside. Make it a family project. But how cool would that be for probably, as I said, you could get it for $3,500. just seems like a bargain to me. There's a lot of good stuff out there. That's a great deal. A few years ago, I went to the International Studebaker National Meet in Indiana, right outside of uh, South Bend. And uh, I couldn't believe the amount of NOS part that are still available for old Studebakers, especially those from the 50s. And of course, you know, South Bend was, you know, where the main headquarters and factories where they were built, but 
you know, a lot of the people there, they, they, they scored all those NO West parts before they were thrown out, and a lot of it was, was thrown out. But you could get floor pans, rocker panels, window trim, door handles. You could get so many things for various Studebakers. Putting that car back together and recommissioning it would be a breeze. Sure, the engine may be frozen solid after sitting for 45 years, but you know what? It's, it's only an engine. You know, easily it'll come apart and you put it back together. So uh, that's a great score, no doubt. So are you going to buy it? Yeah, definitely. No, 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 no. You know, I'm full up. I, after, after the 1910 Hudson, that's it. I'm done. No more. So well, maybe your wife bought that car for Christmas. I think that's what you should do. Don't be a skate. <laughs> you think? Well, I think you should do. I think you should take that advice. In fact, I'll tell you what. I'll even, you come up, and I'll even take my trailer up and, and, and pick it up. I'll even bring it back to Knoxville for you. How's that? doesn't get any better than that. I mean, that's a deal. It is a deal, and I would love to have it. But not my wife. She wants a common gear. She wants a common gear coupe. Please. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're really becoming more popular. They are all of a sudden. So, what was that? We're down to the last minute. Ready to have wrap up. Yeah, down to the last minute. Okay, very well, last close minute. But and uh, you know. Do that last-minute Christmas shopping with those stocking stuffers we just talked about, and you'll have a friend for life, whoever receives your gift. I'll post some of it out there on, on our Facebook page so that uh, you can be reminded of some of the things we talked about. And don't forget, and I mean it, Crankshaft Magazine, literally the gift that keeps giving all year long, and there won't be a centerfold of Richard in them. So there you go. Thanks, everybody. Take care. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.